You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. Wednesday. I was just responding to a comment on my What the Chuck. The someone was like, the part with you and Amanda and James Blunt was so funny, and I just it reminded me of something when Amanda and I decided to record. Obviously, I wanted to, but it's kind of hard because I only have one microphone, right? I don't even have multiple chairs in here. I do have like a kneeling chair that I bought that I like never use, but um, it's supposed to be like good for my back, but then it hurts my knees. So like it's a mess. <laughs> so she sat on that and then I sat in my chair and we like just kind of squeezed in here. But this was after a night of like eating ceviche, guacamole, pickle, di- pickle dip, um, macaroni salad. Like it was just and then drinking. I felt like I had the worst breath and I should have just stopped and brushed my teeth, but I like didn't want to look. It's, you know, it works when you're on the radio with someone or when you're recording something to like have eye contact and pick up on social cues. But I did not even want to look in her direction because I didn't want to breathe on her because I felt like my breath was just disgusting. I don't know why I didn't just say that in the moment and then just like pause and go brush my teeth. Anyways, I haven't listened to it yet. Um, But I also posted last night my episode without any spoilers. And as soon as I posted it, I had posted a selfie of me in the new sunglasses. And I realized that in the reflection of the glasses, you could see my computer screen. And like I was at work. So um, immediately deleted that before I ended up on the news where the news comes first. Uh, Leaking customer information. (laughs) Like, fuck's sake. It was up for two seconds before I realized. Thank God. Hi, guys. I just got home from a facial. I had this facial planned. I booked it right after my last facial because she was basically like, you know, if you want to work, work on your skin, we did this one facial, we'll do another one. And then after that, you can just do maintenance. So I rush after work to get there because my appointment's at 545 and I'm off at 530. And I get there at like 550. By the time I like sit down, get situated, she like puts the towel thing on my head. We like get going. And I could tell that she wasn't in like a super chatty mood. She's either super chatty or not. The same girl that does my lashes and I'm going to see her again tomorrow. And tonight I felt like she kind of had somewhere to be. She was like, OK, all done. I stood up and looked at my watch. It was 609. I was like, oh, fuck. OK, the I like her facials because they're not like pampering. They're just like there to fucking do a job. And she did tell me that it was just going to be just another like maintenance facial so that I can peel. But I was like, oh, I'm already done. I got home before Brett even was home. Like, I I just, it was so quick. I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm glad to be in another because I have hella stuff to do, but I was not expecting to be literally like a nine minute facial. Is that normal skincare people? I mean, like I said, she did what she was supposed to do. She did a little, it was burning. She gave me the fan. She did all these serums. She actually asked me when I laid down, do you have makeup on right now? I was like, bless you. You're beautiful. (laughs) Something I forgot to update you guys on is the whole commercial thing with my job, right? Out of nowhere, Friday, I'm about to get off work. I get an email saying, hey, we want to use you. Um, so what day can you come? Legit. And I was like, what? And there's only one day that it's a vi- that works with my schedule, which is this next Monday. And so he was like, OK, I'll send a script over. And then I was like, oh, OK, great. So this is the day that I can come. And this is the time. Then today he said, what time were you thinking? And I was like, I literally already said in the first email. And so I said it again and then heard nothing. It's so unorganized. It's so unorganized. And like, I just need structure in my life. So I don't know what's happening. So I take back all that shit talking. I don't know why I thought they were doing it the next day. Well, I do know, actually, because he told me that. But maybe, I don't know, maybe it didn't work out. I honestly have no idea what's happening. All I know is that they said they want me and I'm just on standby waiting to hear what the deal is. 
And watch, this facial's going to kick in. Erin said today, she was like, this facial might take seven to ten days to start working. I'm like, oh, perfect. So I'm going to be scabby and skeeling, uh, peeling next Monday when I have to do this. Pray to God. Bless. You guys, I just, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. I don't know what it's about. He also finally sent me the link for all the other examples for what they do. And it's like super cheesy, like commercials, PSAs. So I'm curious to see what the vibe of this one is because I have no clue. I still just want to do it for the purpose of getting in front of the right people in a department that would better suit me than being in customer service because it is not my vibe. So I'll keep you posted, obviously. So apparently we just send an email every three days and I don't have a script, nothing. So stand by. Stand by for that. Texting Amanda today and I was like, we both need pet or manicures, pedicures in the next couple of weeks. I was like, what if we just drove halfway and met each other? And she's like, oh my God, we could meet in Modesto. She was like, or I could just come back that weekend for just like a night. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, do that. Then we could go get a manicure, pedicure on Sunday. And she's like, we record this big old dramatic goodbye on your podcast. And we're like, psych, I'm back. I'm like, I honestly don't care. Please come back. She forgot to get stickers. I was supposed to give her these stickers. She forgot her pants here. So I just feel like she needs to come back. Everyone that thinks Amanda should come back next weekend, say I. I see Amanda, if you're listening, everyone thinks that you should come back. So you should just make that happen. If we can make it happen one more time, one more time, then we should just do it. Um, <clears throat> I didn't realize there were so many James Blunt fans out there. Excuse me. I had no clue. Everyone was like, you need to follow him on Twitter. Multiple people said that to me today. So finally I did on a lunch break and his tweets are actually hilarious. He basically finds tweets of people making fun of him and then he retweets them with something witty like and it's hilarious. So if you don't follow James Blunt on Twitter, definitely go do it. Um, Also, Brett and I stayed up late last night against my better judgment to watch another episode of Love Island because it was about to be Casa Amor. And I was like, okay, well, I have to see this. So we stayed up later. I wanted to go to bed at 10. Instead, I went to bed at like 11, which gave me six hours of sleep when my alarm went off today at 515. Right. I'm doing the math right on that. Anyways. I was like, this better be worth it. And of course, they teased the next episode was Casa Moore, But then Casa Moore happens at the very end. And we only got to see the guys and not the girls. And so I was super annoyed. Here's my qualm with Love Island, both United States and UK. Whenever Casa Moore happens, the boys that they bring in for the girls are always butt ass fucking ugly. These guys are not cute at all. One of them is like, meh. But I would not turn my head even for a second compared to the boys that are in there right now. Jax, Luca, are you fucking kidding me? I don't I don't see it with Jay. He's really beady. He looks like a ferret. But these guys that they brought into Casa Moore, like I thought that they want drama. Don't they want to stir shit up? Why don't you actually try bringing in some hot guys? And this just isn't this season. It's every season. The guys that they bring in are never good looking. And then the guys always get like dime girls that come in. I did get a glimpse of the girls. We're obviously going to watch the episode tonight. And the girls don't look as cute as they normally do. There does look like there's a couple cute ones. But I'm just annoyed. Like where, why are they picking guys? Like, don't you want the girls to actually be tempted? Well, why don't you throw in, here's a thought. Why don't you throw in some actually good looking guys to make that happen? Oh my God, what a concept. So I can't wait to watch tonight and see what the girls are looking like. But also, ooh, that just reminded me the challenge on CBS starts tonight. So I need to start recording that. And then um, we're going to watch an episode of Love Island. 
I Married at First Sight starts again tonight, which I just like can't believe. My friend Summer sent a screenshot of something her husband said. Her husband was like, the um, Married at First Sight off season is shorter than the NBA is like for real. The season just ended, what, a month ago? And we already have a brand new season. And this time Brett said that he wants to watch it with me because he feels left out when my brother and I watch it and talk about it. And Married at First Sight just kind of takes up a lot of time because it's a two hour episode every week. In the beginning, sometimes there's three hour episodes so we're almost caught up to love island the new love island usa starts on monday along with the bachelorette so i went from having a real dry spell with tv things are about it's about to be a downpour and i'm so excited so bachelorette with the two bachelorettes american love island the challenge cbs what else did i say oh married at first sight holy crap Holy crap. I don't know how we're going to work it in. And when I'm in England, now that I know how to use a VPN, I can finally like watch stuff while I'm there. I'm definitely going to bring my laptop and I'm for sure going to be watching The Bachelorette while I'm gone. I'm sure we can take a break from all of our other stuff. But The Bachelorette, I mean, Michelle's season is the only finale I haven't seen since I started watching The Bachelor. And that's because I was in England and I missed it. And then like you get back and you just have so much to do and catch up on. And I was like, meh, I already know who won anyway. So I don't want to like see spoilers and then just decide to skip stuff because then you fall far behind and you don't have context for certain things. I know it is not that serious in your world, but it is in mine. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's really all I have to say today. I am going to go do social media, get my DVR looking right, and then chill and watch an episode of Love Island. And tomorrow's Thursday. Thank God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Get my eyelashes back in. Friday, we're getting um, the animals groomed. Benny stinks. He smells like a Frito. And today, his butthole stink. I texted Brett. I was like, you need to do, you need to express the glands when you get home. Um... Yeah, Benny just laid around all day today. He's like finding all these new spots to lay in the daytime. And all day I just was thinking like, what are you going to do when you have a friend? Are you going to wreck the house? Are you guys going to nap together? And is it going to be adorable? I'm honestly, I mean, I bet you guys can tell because you guys know how I hyper focus on things. Dwell, 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 pick apart, pick apart, pick apart. I have barely brought up the puppy. I'm chill. I'm. This is the most chill I have been about any situation that's like a major life decision in my life in a long time. Am I right? You guys can vouch for me, right? Like I'm being chill. Like you're not getting any anxious vibes from me. I'm just like, yeah, it'll be fine. Does that mean it's going to backfire on me? Okay, wait a second. (laughs) Reel it in. That doesn't mean I need to start panicking. Oh, another thing I want to talk about. Stranger Things. I read today they haven't even started writing it. So we're not getting it till 20. We're not getting it till 2024. Do you guys realize that's like a year and a half from now, depending on when in 2024 we get it? I am shook. 2024. These kids are about to be adults by the time they film the second half, which is just ridiculous. So I'm annoyed. All right. Bye. Thursday. So got to see the Casa More girls. I mean, they're not in Casa More. They're in just like the regular villa last night. We got introduced to them. And I stand by what I said. The girls are way better looking than the guys. But not all of the girls are dimes. And it's shocking because one of the girls is super pretty. I don't know all their names yet. I mean, they just came in last night. But the one girl, there's one girl that came in. And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to pick people apart. But she looks like a witch. Her nose is 
so pointy and there are like two guys obsessing over her one guy is cheating on this girl that he's been with like the entire time making out with her saying that like she's his ideal girl i am blown the fuck away and she's so confident so i'm like is that the key so i'm just like last time i was laying in bed i'm like i'm gonna walk around just owning it and then maybe all of a sudden i'll be fucking flawless because you exude the confidence but i don't know if i could do that because this girl is confident i mean she has a really nice body but her face oh and these guys are like oh mate (laughs) i sound australian she is she is a bit of me that's what they say she's a bit of me or she's me or i fucking don't know they have all these weird sayings even when they argue they like you know in america when two guys are arguing it's just like aggressive right it's scary in england i feel like when guys argue it's like not as scary like two of the guys luca and dammy were dammy i don't dommy dammy i don't know i don't know how to say his name because the accent they were arguing and luca's like why are you getting hella or whatnot they didn't say hella why are you being so aggy like aggravated like that's what they're throwing around when they're in arguments oh i wish i could think of more things but it's just like cute like oh cute you guys are yelling why are you being so ag it sounds like valley girls fighting but no just two grown men from england anyways i stand by it i also don't understand the dark ass eyebrows with the blonde hair like dark 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 she kind of pulls it off but i guess millie from last season had the same thing i'm just so confused and then also Gemma is sitting next to, in Casa Moore, this other kid, this redhead kid from Ireland, whose dad is apparently famous. He was in Boy Code. And he says to her, after she finds out that his dad's famous, he's like, yeah, but you must understand, like, getting to go places and meet a lot of people. And then they kind of brush over that. So is she talking about this to people that come in, but they're just not allowed to talk about it to other people? Like, when is everyone going to find out who her, who her dad is? And she keeps saying that she's talking about how important family is, but like, does everyone know? I need to know. Um, I have an invention that I just like to throw out there. Have I told you guys that I'm obsessed with Cool Whip? And I always have been, but I just always forget about it. So we got all this fruit for the holiday weekend, barely ate any of it. Actually, we ate an entire watermelon, a baby watermelon. And we got Cool Whip. So Brett and I have been having like bowls of fruit with a little dollop of daisy, dollop of Cool Whip on top. And oh my God, it is so freaking good. And so today I was having my little, I didn't have lunch. I just had a little afternoon snack with some fruit and Cool Whip. And I was like, there should be a Cool Whip coffee. Like how good would a little dollop of this be on top of a fucking shaken espresso like instead of getting sweet cream cold foam i just might bring my coffee home this weekend and put some cool whip on the top and just see how it fucking goes i just got the normal classic but i also saw when we were buying it that there's like a extra creamy oh my god i'm obsessed with it my mouth is salivating right now at the thought of it my face is so i can't explain it it feels smooth and it feels shiny like i've put enough like moisturizer on it, but it also feels really tight and it looks red. I'm so happy that I'm going in to get my lashes done today because Erin does my facials and my lashes. So I'm excited for her to look at my skin. I'm also hoping that she like maybe put something super hydrating on it because it feels like I need more, but I don't want to overdo it. (sighs) Oh, I've got great news. I just looked over at my laptop about 10 minutes ago. 
And I got an email from the breeder and she said, Millie's puppies are here. Millie whelped eight beautiful, strong puppies yesterday with ease. It was a picture perfect whelping. She is a wonderful mama attending to all the puppies who are nursing well. We couldn't be happier with Millie and her first litter. Here she is with her newborn pups, five girls and three boys. I'll send more photos as pups grow and become photogenic. So I'm so excited. They look so cute. They're like the perfect coat that I've always wanted. There's a couple darker ones, a couple lighter ones. Obviously, right now you can't see their faces. That's there's one that looks like he's literally in Millie's butthole. And I'm like, that's my vibe. Oh, it's boy or girl. I can't believe there's five girls. Brett is adamant on not wanting a girl because he talked to some people at work who I guess advised against it. But every situation's different. I know tons of people who have boy and girl dogs and they're best friends forever. My friend Violetta was telling me about her brother's dog or some someone in her family who had a boy and girl dog, and they were legit inseparable. So I think it's circumstantial and we're just going off vibes. Like, I'm not going to get there and be like, well, there's only one boy left, so we have to take it. Like, no, if we're not vibing with the boy, we ain't getting the boy. I don't like I'm not worried about periods or anything like that. Hopefully we can get her fixed before that even happens. But I'm super excited. I can't wait to see their faces when they are a little bit older. I can't believe they're already here. Last time we just had to wait months and months and months. And this time it was kind of impulsive. So we just decided to do it. And I have a feeling that this whole entire litter isn't booked, which makes me really sad because we just booked it like what last week and we were third on the list and there's eight puppies. So um, and that's kind of what got this bull rolling, bull rolling, this ball rolling. So the woman that owns the farm, she's an older woman. The farm that Benny came from is absolutely beautiful. It's a goat farm. There's tortoises there. It's huge. The babies get the mom's milk and they're also supplemented with goat milk. Like there's so much room for them to play. It is like an amazing place. And the woman that owns it, she's probably, I would say in her 70s, her and her husband, her husband's probably a little bit older. And um, I think that, you know, the pandemic is over. People aren't puppy buying anymore. I think she's just had more puppies and she's had people that, you know, want to take them home. So when she has leftovers, she's kind of just been posting because obviously everyone that she's friends with on Facebook or people that have gotten puppies from her before know how great she takes care of them and knows how just like great the puppies are. So she's been posting, you know, all these puppies. And whenever she gets an, an, a reaction out of someone like me, I'm like, oh, my God, I wish I could take one. She messages me. Right. And she tries to talk me into it. Not really talk me into it. But you know what I mean? She gives me all the facts, tells me the heritage, yada, yada, yada. And so the last litter that she had, she had like three left over and they were so cute. And I wanted one so bad. But I was just like, no, we're not ready for this right now. Um, I can't imagine bringing in another puppy. And then since it's kind of been like brought up a few times, we've gotten more comfortable with the idea. So I have a feeling that this litter, the same thing is going to happen. She's going to end up with extras that you know need to find their forever homes and then eventually it does happen she does end up finding people and then she also keeps some of them um and she like all the the puppies that are like retired they're not having any more babies they're just living their life large on this farm and there's just so much property i mean it's i can't say enough good things about this woman and about like the puppies so i um this was just more impulsive the other one we planned and planned and planned and this one's just like well it's already happening so when i saw her name pop up in my inbox today i was like oh shit are the puppies here and shocker they are is it crazy that i'm scared to death to tell my dad I just don't want any negative feedback about this like I don't want people to say you guys are crazy my friend Amanda said that to me initially and then when she saw me over the weekend she was like yeah sorry for saying that I didn't want to freak you out but and it's not that I like I just don't I feel like I'm always harping on the negative and focusing on it and worrying about it and I just want to go into this with the expectation that it's going to be fine everything's going to turn out fine it always does it's going to be great right now Benny's all day today, Benny's been sulking because Brett hasn't been here. Won't come in the office and lay with me. Is just laying by the door, laying down at the bottom of the steps, waiting for him to come home. Every time I've taken him out to go to the bathroom, he just sniffs Brett's boots. 
it's pathetic, right? I'm like, I am still here. You know, you could come lay with me. This dog is going to, I am going to do all the things to make it mine. If that means I have to wake up in the morning and take it for a walk, fine. If I have to express its butthole, I still am not going to do that. Brett's going to do it. But you know what I mean? Like, I... I want this puppy to love me. I don't, Benny doesn't love me. It's like the running joke. Oh my gosh. So I'm super excited. And I'll obviously update you. I'll post the picture uh, at What the Chuck podcast of the dog with the puppies. I haven't told my dad yet because I don't want to. I like, oh, that's where I was going with this. I don't want to hear any negative feedback. I haven't told my dad yet because he's going to say that we're crazy. But if it were up to him, he'd have like 50 million cats right now. So he can't really say anything. Friday. I have a pounding headache. It's eight eight oh nine right now, and Brett has had a super stressful week at work. He's still working right now. I am just burned out. We haven't even had dinner yet. <laughs> the last two nights we were supposed to cook this chicken dinner, but we didn't. We ended up getting something because Brett was working late. I had stuff going on late. It's just been like one of those weeks. We were supposed to go to a graduation party tomorrow. It's definitely not happening because Brett has to work tomorrow too. And like, I just feel like I have no time before between now and when we leave, like I need to do stuff tomorrow. And also my face is peeling so freaking bad. It's so tight. I'm uncomfortable because I can feel like the pieces of skin like flapping in the wind against my other like other areas on my face. I'm just like miserable right now. I got my eyelashes back in yesterday. They hurt. I also feel like they look way more dramatic than they used to, but I think that's just because I'm not used to it. And honestly, I don't know if I like it. Like I'm like, I kind of regretting getting them in. I don't know. I I was like, okay, Brett is the one that was complaining about me not having them. I was expecting to come home and him say like, oh, you look nice. Not a single thing. Hasn't addressed it at all. Not one single thing. I really only got them back in because of him and the convenience of it for when we're on vacation. And now I just feel like I look like a stripper. I don't know why I feel like I look so different. On top of that, my face is peeling like nothing right now is going my way. Um, I have like a splitting headache. You know when you're like dehydrated it's like a dehydrated hungry headache all I had today was a piece of egg a piece of egg an egg on toast and a bowl of fruit and I'm starving but Brett keeps on getting on conference calls and different calls and I just got done doing something that I had zero energy to do so yesterday my friend Mora tagged me on something in something on Facebook let me pull it up so I can read and it was a post from the city of Sacramento um specifically Bradshaw Animal Shelter the post says, do you have a passion for animal welfare and skills when it comes to social media? We are looking for a public information officer to join our team. From promoting shelter pets on social media to television, your role will be critical in saving lives by helping us get the word out about the great programs and pets that are available to the public. The application deadline is approaching quickly. Apply online, whatever. So she tagged me in it and said, I'm just saying. I said, wait, oh, my God, thank you for tagging me in this. She said, we should get a following um, going like this to tag you, like basically saying like we should get everyone to go like tag me on this. And normally for like any other po- job, I would be like, yes, let's do that. But this is a county job. So I feel like whoever looks at my application is not even going to see that post. So I pulled up the application yesterday and I saw that it took a batch. Like it's one of the requirements is a bachelor's degree, which I don't have. But I applied anyway. Anyways, I just spent hella time because I already had a profile on the county's website. But it was old. Like I could tell like 
me five years ago wrote all this stuff, like run on sentences, things that didn't make sense, way too much detail. So I spent way too much time going through it and editing it. And then Benny and Chuck were getting groomed outside, right? So our groomer came in and I started talking to her, lost my place. Nothing was saved. I had to start over. I like legit almost cried. I feel so brain dead right now. Like I feel like I cannot even focus. I'm shocked that I'm recording this. So did that, redid my resume, did a cover letter, just uploaded it. Then I had hella questions to answer. And some of them were regarding like, are you going to be able to show proof of your bachelor's degree? I'm just like, yep. (laughs) I mean, I really don't think that I'm going to get this job, but what we got to take chances, right? And I mean, I would have been thinking about it if I didn't apply. I just feel like number one, I'm not my best self right now feeling I feel like I could have done better in some of the areas on the application and just like because it was a lot of like writing about how you would be good in this role. And I'm just like, it's uh, just like know me for a second, just like stock my page, just like sit down with me for a minute and I'll tell you, but I don't have the brain capacity to write it right now. I just feel like this job and also with the pay, like I could take a little bit off my plate and then just be so high. It's like tying everything I love into one position. But anyways, I know I'm not going to get it. Um, that's why I don't like feel like I'm going to jinx it talking about it or anything. I just, I don't know. I'm not going to get it, but I I still like, it would be great. A girl can dream, right? I would be perfect for it. I just feel like, I don't know. It's one of those things where they, it seems like the qualifications are pretty stern. So I was like, yes, sign me up for text alert so I can promptly find out when you deny my application. Thank you. So anyways, I just finished that and my groomer had said that she cut Benny's uh, nails and one of them was bleeding and she said that she put some of the quick stuff on it but it was still super bleeding so she said um, if he bleeds on the carpet just put hydrogen peroxide on it so Brett comes down from a conference call right as I'm submitting the application he's like I was just on a call and I couldn't stop him but Benny was like bleeding all over the carpet and I was like oh, in my head I'm picturing oh like little drops of blood I go up into Brett's office no it is like a massive blood stain like fucking huge whatever you're thinking it's bigger trust me it was huge so I was like oh my god is he still bleeding Brett said yeah he's pouring with blood so I go downstairs in a panic and I get a bowl of flour because I read that that would stop it then I come back upstairs and he's like I was like which pause it and he goes oh maybe he's not bleeding anymore I'm like so dramatic it's so like Brett to be like yes pouring with blood in soup panic and then be like oh never mind it's fine And he just keeps saying, I'm so stressed. I'm so stressed. And I understand. But I have like a lot going on, too. I can't really support you right now in this exact moment. Get Benny the fuck out of here so I can clean the carpet. So I put all the hydrogen peroxide down, scrubbed the carpet for like a good 10 minutes, was just about to go get in the shower. I'm so excited to wash my face because I literally feel like a rattlesnake right now legit slithering Stanley. And then remember that I had to record this podcast. So I'm sitting down to do it before I take a shower and get this scaly ass skin taken care of just for it to get scaly again. What I'm hoping is I can get in the shower, like moisturize it when I get out and then go to sleep. And some of it's going to get rubbed around while I'm wrestling in the sheets at night um, because I can't deal with this all day tomorrow. Someone liked an old Instagram picture yesterday. Like I'm talking back from 2012. And who has the time? I used to post every day, sometimes twice a day on Instagram. Whoever has the time and energy to go back to post like first couple posts of my Instagram page. Good for fucking you. There is creeping and then there is being creepy. And I would categorize that under the ladder. 
Um, couple things. Ta- uh, the Shack on Folsom Boulevard is closing, and I have to go before it closes. Didn't make it to South. Have to go to the Shack. Brett is always wanting to go there anyway, so we have to make it happen, even though it's always so packed. And now it's just going to be even more packed now that everyone knows that it's closing. Do you guys remember that picture from Tower Cafe when we went the first weekend that it opened? And the Sacramento Bee was there, and they were like, "Can we take your picture?" Never in a million years did I think it was going to end up on the front page. It's a terrible picture of me um, at Tower Cafe. You can't put your purse on the ground. There's no hooks for it, so. I just look large and in charge. I have my purse in my lap. Um, I am cutting. I just, it's not cute. I have no makeup on. Brett is has his mouth wide open, shoving some food in it, right? I was just telling Amanda and Cody when we were at Tower Cafe over the weekend about this story, about how, like, I just thought nothing of it, thought it was just these pictures were going to end up nowhere, and then no, front page of the fucking paper, right? Just told them the story over the weekend. Scrolling through Instagram today, finding things to post, and the Sacramento Bee posted a slide of things that are going on in town this weekend. The very first picture picture on the slide is fucking Brett and I at Tower Cafe in high definition, just front and center. I was going to repost and be like, what the fuck? I gave them permission to take our picture once, not to reuse this picture over and over again. And But I don't want people seeing it. So it's probably not going to end up anywhere on What the Chuck podcast. Obviously, you go to the Sacramento Bee Instagram and find it, but I ain't fucking leading you there. I'm not just going to put it on a platter for you to see because I look like Shrek, Fiona, Shrek. Fiona, but I look like both of them equally as bad. Um, my friend Katie today told me that. About, so obviously the Nordstrom sale starts tomorrow. I get early access. There's this deodorant called Cashmere Mist something that's apparently amazing and it lasts for like a year. It's sixty dollars, but it lasts a year. Should I do it? Because I probably spend that much in deodorant in a year and it doesn't even work that well. Apparently it smells so fucking good. So I put it in my basket. I might pull the trigger tomorrow. But I really don't want to. I was trying to stay away from the Nordstrom sale. And if I buy this, I'm going to be like, well, I might as well just look to see if there's any other good deals before I go to England. Somebody fucking stop me. Um, when Cindy came today, our groomer, she didn't tell me that she was coming. Normally, she warns me. So she just knocked on the door and I was like, oh, you're here. Now I'm never going to get Chuck in his case. She was like, just hand him to me. And my dad had said that when she comes to his house, he just hands her the cats. And I'm like, that gives me so much anxiety. What if he like scratches and he gets dropped and then he gets scared and then he runs out into the street and then a car comes and he hits him? I will literally throw myself in front of that car too and die. Like I just couldn't handle it. She was like, just don't put him in his case. Just hand him to me. And I was like, what? She's like, I'm not going to drop him. I'm like, oh my God. So I have him close to my chest because he pees in all the cases anyways. I always have to buy new ones. I have him super close to my chest and I hand him off to her and she grabs him by, you know, like his mom does in the scruff of his neck, which I never do. And she just carries him. First, she has him held against her body. And then I look out the window and she's carrying him by the neck to the to the van. And I'm just like, it looks funny to me because I never carry him like that. And it just like all of his skin like looks all stretched out. But I texted my dad and I was like, Cindy just came and got Chuck and I handed him to her without the case. And I have so much anxiety about it. Like I was stressing the whole time, like, I'll be so careful when you walk back. Obviously, she's a professional and deals with animals all the time. So I was trying not to be super like micromanagey, but that's just in my nature. So couldn't help myself. Um, Last thing, I saw something on Instagram today about a new scam that's happening. And I want you guys to be aware uh, because I'm not trying to get you guys. I don't want you guys to get got out there. And it's at the gas station. So um, people are going to the pump early, like before you get there, and they are taking their nozzle and putting it over on on the opposite side of the gas pump. And then their nozzle from the opposite side is over on your end. So when you go to pay, they're filling up with your gas nozzle. Okay. Um, Be aware that that's the new scam. Stay alert. Stay woke. Check out your surroundings. And I need to go take a shower because I can't even think straight. But I love you guys. Okay? Good talk. Saturday. 
I was like so good about my facial all day. I was peeling real fucking bad. I lay ba- laid out by the pool all day. I put a towel around my head and everything. Like I looked like a lunatic all day. I just had a towel wrapped around my head. I was wearing a hat and sunglasses, like the most protection. And then I just came inside and I was about to get in the shower and I started like pulling some of the pieces. And I know that's like the worst thing that you can do. There were just pieces that were hanging on by a fucking thread. So like I pulled those off because let's be honest, when I got in the shower and my face got wet and I started like washing my face, it was going to co- come off anyways. I think that I'm too psychotic to do facials and peels because I just can't leave it be like I literally cannot Sabrina you know I'm supposed to meet up with her tomorrow my long lost friend she texted me today to make sure that we were still on and I'm like was low-key nervous because I look absolutely ridiculous but I was like I'm been so excited about this so I was like yes I was like I'm still super down I was like but I might look like Carmen Sandiego when I show up tomorrow because my face is hella peeling from a facial probably going to be wearing a hat and sunglasses. She was like, we can reschedule, but I really don't want to reschedule because if I have to reschedule, this isn't going to happen till like September. That's like the next time that I'm free. Legit, legit. Even this weekend I had stuff to do, but I had to cancel it because my face was for real. Like Brett was like making jokes every time he saw me. He said, I look like the Crip Crip Keeper. I'll put pictures up of what the Chuck podcast because I'm not over exaggerating, but I feel like I just low key fucked it up. And now I'm like, great. What was the point of even doing that? Is my new skin damaged? Because basically like when you do a peel, right, your old skin's coming off and all the new skin underneath is fresh and you're not supposed to pull it. You're just supposed to let it come off naturally. But honestly, I mean, it is going to get pulled off, whether it's in your sleep or in your fi- in the shower while you're washing your face. So if I just tugged a couple pieces off, I mean, really, what's the damage? It's no different than me wrestling around in my sleep and like skin flaking off that way. Anyways, I don't know. Woke up this morning, put like I said, shielded my face to the max, took Benny on a walk. Um, came back, was sitting in the living room, did a couple things like emptied the dishwasher, took out the trash, yada, yada, yada. And I really wanted a Starbucks, but I like, I was like, oh, I really want to take Benny with me. But Brett, Benny's not allowed in our car. He's only allowed in Brett's car. So that's like been one of the rules. Like he's not allowed in the car. So um, I was like, fuck it. He just got groomed yesterday. He's hella clean. I'll just put a towel down. So I put a towel down, got him in my car, and he was a perfect angel. Like, he just sat in the front seat, didn't try to climb up on anything, just sat there, stayed on the towel. We went to Starbucks. I got a drink, got him a pup cup, came home, and that's basically when I got in the pool, like 12 o'clock, and I just got out. It's 5.30. I got it like a half an hour ago. Brett got home from work at like, I don't know, late. He's still working right now, like answering emails. I'm like, hello, hello. I haven't got to talk to you in like a week because you've been so busy with work. So just got out of the shower. We're about to take Benny across the street to the park to throw the ball. And then we're just going to watch TV tonight and chill. And then I'm going to meet up with Sabrina tomorrow, which I'm so excited about. Brett got me the White Claw lemonades. He was like insistent that I got something to drink. He got me the White Claw lemonades from the store. They are okay. I did the blood orange with a hint of black raspberry. They're kind of tart. I'm just not really in the mood to drink. I was like, I don't want anything. He's like, yeah, come on. Come on. Have a little fun. Live a little. I'm like, Ugh, I don't feel like living right now. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's really it. I hope I didn't just fuck my face up. I literally have no idea. I feel like I did. But it's too late. What's done is done. I just need to like, next time I get a facial, I shouldn't be around, allowed around any mirrors. Because when I sit and look at it is when I want to like, I'm like, well, that's hanging off. I should just pull it. She literally told me, do not touch anything. Don't pull. Don't tug. Don't peel. Just let it all come off naturally. I'm like, yeah, but in the shower, I can rub my face in like circular motions, right? She's like, well, yeah, you can do that. And I'm like, well, it's going to come off the same way as if I just like 
gave a little tuggy tug. You know what I just realized? I was supposed to do that commercial on Monday. I never got the script. He asked me twice what time I could come. I told him twice what time I could come, and then he never said anything back. I better log on and um, check my email tomorrow because I'm not getting ready on Monday if I don't have to. Oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> I ended up getting that deodorant. I got some stuff from the Nordstrom sale today. So I need a travel bag, like a duffel bag that I can take with me on the flight because we're going to Chicago and then England. And I need some things like normally when we go to England, I don't take hair dryer or nothing. I just use all Brett's mom stuff because I can't plug my stuff in there. Right. Um, I left some shampoo and conditioner there. I just but of course I need all these extra things. And like, I also want to bring my laptop. So I have early access to the Nordstrom anniversary sale because I have a Nordstrom card. So I got like a travel bag marked down from 90 bucks to like 30. I got another pair of sunglasses and I got that deodorant because I want to be able to take my hair dryer with me, my Dyson on the plane. Like I don't want that in the luggage. I don't want it getting tossed around. I want to have full control of that and my laptop and just like a couple other things. So I got a little duffel. I got a cute little pair of earrings that were marked down from like 50 bucks to 13. I got four things, the deodorant, a duffel bag, a pair of sunglasses and some earrings. I tried to find some shoes for Brett, but there weren't really any like athletic shoes for sale. Maybe I should look on the Nordstrom Rack app because I was just on the Nordstrom Rack or the Nordstrom app. Um... Yeah, the Nordstrom app is not as user-friendly as it used to be. Like, you can't really search by category anymore. They've made it a lot harder to do that. Um, What else? What else? I'm pretty sure that's really it. Yep, don't have anything else to report. Stephen Noy from Married at First Sight broke up. I really hope that we're going to watch Mar- Brett was like, wait to watch Married at First Sight this season because I want to watch it with you. Have we watched it yet? We sure haven't. And I'm like, we better be watching it tonight. Otherwise, boop, boop, the train's leaving the station. I'm taking off without you. Um, because if you get too far behind on the show, there's ain't no catching up. There is no catching up. Okay. Well, I'm going to go. I'm sweating fucking balls in this office. It's so goddamn hot. And I'll see you later. Sunday. There is never a dull moment around here. I honestly was walking Benny yesterday morning, I think, or yeah, it had to have been yesterday morning because I haven't walked him besides yesterday and today. It could have even been this morning. And I was just thinking like, God, I really just, I think I was thinking about my almost two hour episode um, last week or the week before. And I was just really thinking about how my mouth knows no boundaries. Like I just... It's wild to me that like, did, okay, did, did I really have an eventful past 24 hours? I mean, kind of, but not anything outside of the average human, yet I'm going to somehow find a way to talk about it for the next 20 minutes. It's Sunday, as you heard, Sunday. Um, last night, Brett and I sat down to watch Married at First Sight. I was so excited about it. At first, he wasn't paying attention. I was like, phones down, family time. You have to be paying attention to all these personalities to see how they're going to work or how they're not going to work with the people that they're going to be matched up with. Brett didn't really understand the concept of the show. He kept saying, oh, I think they're going to win. I'm like, nobody wins. This is not a, con- this is not a competition. This is... The, the goal is to stay married in the end. So if you consider that winning, multiple people can win. There's no cash prize. It was a three-hour episode, so I obviously fast-forwarded through, like, the dress fittings and things. By the end of it, Brett was like, is there another episode we can watch? I'm like, nope, we have to wait till Wednesday. So he's officially hooked. I think the only reason that he agreed to watch is because my brother watches. He kept saying, oh, me and Scooter are going to be able to talk about this. I'm like, yep, you and Scooter can have a fucking field day. So after that, we had plans to watch um, the the Mormon show about that, the fucking Jeffrey... 
the Jeffs. I used to watch the show like Escaping Polygamy and this guy, Warren Jeffs, um, basically about not FLDS. That's what it is. So we were just going to watch that. We were like getting situated and Brett. Brett's work phone starts going off and he has like some emergency. Brett was up and was in his office working for like the next two, two and a half hours while I started watching Tyler Henry's Netflix show. I used to watch the the show that was on E and I used to be obsessed with it. Put it on Netflix. It's a little bit of a different vibe. It's more of like his life, not just celebrity readings. Also, everyday people readings as well. And I believe it. I don't think he's phony at all. I do think that his personality is a little odd. There was one episode where like he was doing this reading for this gay couple. And so it really resonated with him. He said that sometimes when he does readings, and they've had like, you know, kids that have died while it is sad. He can't relate to it. But he was talking to this man who lost his partner through like this freak accident. And it really shook him up. So he calls um, his partner. Tyler does. And I forget his name, but he gets on the phone and he's like, um, hey, what are you? Tyler goes, hey, what are you doing? He's like, oh, just sitting here thinking about you. Oh, that's great. So this is what I can't I like can't do as Tony has such a specific tone and like way that he speaks. I just can't. Um, it, it's almost like someone that you're having a conversation with that is not listening to what you're saying, but just agreeing and agreeing too quickly before you can even get your thought out. And it might not be something that they actually agree with, but it's too late because they've already agreed. Do you understand? Like, I'm trying to compare it to something. But anyways, he if he wasn't so genuine and like wholesome, I would be annoyed by his personality. But I'm not. I'm like protect him at all costs. So, yeah, I started watching that. And then Brett and I went to bed woke up this morning Brett was already gone <laughs> bye um Brett was already gone I wo- uh, woke up oh, there's something I'm forgetting I feel like let me make a list really quick no I don't need to make a list because then I'm just anyways I wake up and I go to take Benny for a walk right so it's already a little warm I, I took him a little later than I did yesterday I think we left the house like 9 30 so we're walking I can tell that he's over it because he's like finding shaded spots to walk in and I am um the route that I go is like the back area of my house go up and around. I mean, I can't, I can't tell you. It's no point in telling you the route. I go northeast for half a mile and then I hang a left. I don't know the street names. There's no point in me even. I should cut all of that out, but you guys know I'm not going to. So I turn a corner and I look up and something catches my eye. Back when I worked at 102, there was an ice cream truck. <laughs> Like, we had all these vehicles, all these station vehicles. Back then, there used to be, I mean, I don't know how it is now, but we used to have, like, hella vehicles for one station. And 1025 had, like, four vehicles at one point. They had the ice cream truck, two Suburbans, a truck, I think. There was, like, a van at one point. But the ice cream truck was iconic because people fucking loved it, except for the people that actually had to drive it. It had, like, no power steering. Everyone thought it was a nightmare. But when you took that thing out in public, people fucking lost their minds. It was not operational operational um for majority of the time that I worked there it just sat in the garage I would say at the very beginning they were still using it maybe for like a year and then it was just taking up space in the garage I haven't thought about it in so long and I know at one point all the cars that were in the garage there like before 102 went from CBS to Intravision I know they were going to do some sort of auction or something like that so anyways I stopped dead in my tracks I'm like I have to take a picture of this right and I post it on my Megan Rage radio page as opposed to my What the Chuck podcast because I knew that this was going to open up the floodgates for every fucking one I used to work with and I 
was just talking this. I went to lunch with Sabrina today, right? And I'll tell you a little bit about that in a second. Um, but I, her and I were talking about how those were like the best days of my life. And like, I just could never, re- like, it was just so great. And like, I love everyone that I work with. And like, uh, that was just like the best years of my life. So when I tell you that me posting that prompted all of my favorite people to DM me, I'm not kidding. Everyone I used to work with, I heard from the people that I hear from frequently, like Bree, Shorty, Cody, um, Angie is someone that I talk to kind of here and there. But I heard from people that I haven't talked to in fucking years coming out the woodworks. Memories about the ice cream truck, wondering who the fuck bought it. Um, the old promotions director or assistance promotions director director DM me and was like, that was sold at an auction and whoever bought it was supposed to paint it over. Actually, two people said that. Hell, people from the straight street team were like, I used to hate driving that thing. Like, I'm not kidding. I had over 20 DMs from people like this. These were the best times. Like, it was like walking down memory lane. It was like having an ice cold hug on this hot ass day. Normally be the opposite, but it's fucking 106 degrees outside. It felt so nice just like reading all these messages. But then one person messaged me and said that another engineer that used to that still works for this uh, uh, the station separated. So an engineer that still works for the radio station, not 102, but one of the other ones, they said that he has it and that's actually his front yard. And that he and I knew he lived in my neighborhood, but I heard from two other people that it was sold at auction. So now I'm confused. I plan on walking by again. I'm a super creeper. I will find out who lives there. I was going to message the guy that I used to work with, the engineer who allegedly's house this was, who has the ice cream truck and just send him the picture and be like, apparently we're neighbors. And is this your house? But I can just come off a little strong. I haven't seen him in years. I'm just like, hey, remember me? Is this your house? Why do you have this? (laughs) Just like so aggressive, you know, like maybe fucking take it down a notch or something. So um, did the rest of my walk with Benny. Couldn't stop thinking about that ice cream truck. I'm so glad that I posted it, too, because when I tell you that I've just like talked to all of my favorite people from the very best time in my life today. um, I'm not kidding. Oh, I remember the other thing I was going to say. But this happened when I was at lunch with Sabrina. So Sabrina and I met up for lunch. It was so great. I was like nervous because, you know, what do you say to someone that you haven't seen and you don't even remember how long since like the sixth grade? How old are you in sixth grade? Right. So first of all, my face is fucking peeling. It's so much better today than it was, but I still had to wear a hat because my forehead, I look like the Crypt Keeper. Like it's so bad. So I didn't even bother getting ready. I just wore like bike shorts and a tank top with like a sports bra and I put a hat on and sunglasses and I just rolled in because there's no making this look any better. You know, there's no fixing it. It's fucked up. So we went to this place in Rancho Cordova called, oh fuck, I already forget, Faux Fresh. No, Faux Fresh. I don't know, but it was really good. Um, She came in and like I she just looks just like I remember her. It's just so crazy to like see the face of someone that you knew as a child. We really couldn't pinpoint when we lost touch. And she was like, when did your mom pass? And I was like, when I was 18. And then she said I didn't even ask her when her grandma passed because I just assumed, like I said in a previous podcast, that I thought that she passed. And that's why 
she stopped coming to the convalescent hospital. But her grandma passed in 2009. So we just chalked it up to, I mean, and to put things in perspective, I was already out of high school at two, in 2009. So we just chalked it up to like we started middle school. Maybe we just lost touch. I mean, I honestly don't know, but it's so crazy to think that we were both still going there. We just weren't seeing each other. She obviously said that she had stopped going like life got crazy. She wasn't going as much. I mean, she used to be there like every other night and I was there every night. So we got to see each other so often. Anyways, it was just so nice to catch up. Like sometimes I was like, I, I uh, it felt so familiar, but also not. I like can't wait to see her again and like get more comfortable with her because, you know, you just you just don't know. You haven't seen someone for so long, but yet you feel like you know them. So sometimes I'm like, what should I fill this space with? Like, I want to ask so many questions, but then it's just like I don't want to be overwhelming. So I've, I'm excited to hang out with her again. Like she's married. I can't wait to like get all of us together. I just um I don't know, with like Amanda moving away and stuff, I feel really emo. By the way, Amanda posted last night she was at a concert with some rando. I was like, excuse me, who the fuck is that? I get super defensive. I'm like, Where, who are you hanging out with? Who is that? And Amanda was like, you want to come sit uh, come sit fr- f- fifth row at the Chris Young concert? I'm like, yeah, be right there, Amanda. With I sent her a picture of my peeling face. She's like, I'm sure he'll see that all the way from the stage. I'm like, I, he probably would. Uh, my, flake, my flakes are going to hit him across the face from the fifth row. Anyways, I just feel like with Amanda leaving, not that I'm trying to like replace her because she's irreplaceable. <laughs> I just feel, um, I don't know, like connecting with people like I saw my old neighbor at the kitchen. It just feels good and like comforting to connect with people that you haven't seen in a long time. And I felt like so happy when I left. Like it was just so good to see her and like catch up. I don't know. It was just it was a good day. I had a really good day. And it's crazy because like we were sitting there and um, our conversation was just like jumping all over the place like we would you know just like you would imagine it would be if you haven't seen someone in like 20 years jumping from just like one topic to the other and something would remind me and we would start talking about that and at one point I look over to my left and um do you guys remember the story I told it sometime this year about the first boyfriend that I have ever had Michael and then um how my best friend Summer dated him when we were in high school I dated him when we were kids so it wasn't a big deal Summer dated him in high school and then um I reconnected with him after that and suddenly felt like I made the biggest mistake of my life breaking up with him when I was 10 years old I got him the I got him the Build-A-Bear that had the embarrassing voice memo and then when he came back from basic training I hung out with him lost my phone in the house that we were hanging out in. So I had him call it and it was the ring back. I love you. The Nickelback song, right? So, okay. You guys, this ringing any bells for you? I haven't seen him in a long time. Um, We were always really good friends. And then like, I just was 18 being like, oh my God, what if this is the love of my life? Watching way too many rom-coms that were coming out right around that time. And so basically just like threw myself at him, was like, you're the one. Um, And he was like, I am not. And so moved away. And then he met a girl in the military and now they're married and they have a kid and whatever like we used to be cordial to like wish each other happy birthday I'm friends with his wife as in I haven't seen her in years but like I had hung out with him a couple times friends with her on Facebook or whatever anyways have not seen him in a very long time did not want to see him today with my face half peeling off but when you know it walked right into this random restaurant Rancho Cordova that I've never been to seems like he was picking up a to-go order and I you know be I don't I like lose my train of thought. I look at Sabrina. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, were we friends when I was dating Michael? And she was unsure. But anyways, I kind of briefly told her the story while also being super distracted by the fact that he was there. And he looked 
at, in my direction, but I looked away quick enough because I didn't want to meet his gaze. Um, but I'm just like, he's the side of my tattoos are facing him. So if he's seen any pictures of me and knows that I have all these tattoos, I mean, would he recognize? I have no idea. But I'm sure fucking hoping that he didn't realize that that was me. I had a hat on, so I looked real incognito. But like, what's with me running into people that I haven't seen in a really long time when I'm looking like that? Not that it really matters. I mean, I would have just avoided him. Even if he would have looked me dead in the eyes, I would have looked through him like I had never seen him before in my life. But um, yeah. Hey, God, how about we just let me run into people when like, I have a full face makeup on, my hair straightened, and I'm looking skinny. So never. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just ridiculous. I could not. What are the what are the odds? Why does stuff like that always happen to me? I mean, oh, my God. I was like looking at the time I saw some errands to run. And in that moment, I was going to be like, okay, well, you know, probably time to go. But that ended up keeping me in my seat. And then I'm glad that it did because we talked for like an hour after that. We just had so much to catch up on. So anyways, it was so good. Then I went to the store, got Benny a rotisserie chicken, then got him some new food from Petco. And then I came home. I've been listening to um, a podcast that Amanda sent me and they do they're from New Zealand and they do a Love Island recap. So I was listening to that. Took it by the pool for 30 minutes because I got sunburned on the front of my body yesterday. Um, Aaron, if you're listening, I I did have a towel over my face, but I didn't really get as much on the backside. So I just laid on a floaty on my stomach for like half an hour while I listened to the podcast. Came in, did some show prep. Brett's finally on his way home from work. It is almost 7 p.m. He's been gone all day barely got to spend any time with him this weekend because he worked yesterday as well. And we're just going to hop right into the busy ass week to come. So that's fun. I was going to go to Pilates in the morning, but I'm just not going to rush right into that. I feel like it was already starting to give me anxiety, the thought of doing that. So instead, I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'm going to do a Peloton. This is me holding myself accountable. Um, So I'm going to wake up in the morning, do that. Hopefully have a productive week. Never heard anything about the commercial. Like I'm about to hop on my work computer in a second. Just check. But like I'm not doing my hair for tomorrow. If they if they email me tomorrow midday and say like, oh, are you still coming after work? I'm going to be like, no, you guys never sent me a script. You never told you never confirmed the time. I have three jobs, so I'm not going to just get ready to do something unless I have the green fucking light. Like, sorry, normally I would be bending over backwards for this opportunity. But like I just need to draw the line. I'm super busy. I don't have enough time to squeeze something in, especially when that thing requires me to do my hair and makeup, which I would look like fucking I I, I can't with my face peeling like this anyways. I'm sure it's going to be a lot better tomorrow. But I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like no communication. I just I fucking hate that. My type A personality needs a plan, needs a confirmation, needs a reminder, needs a follow up. Like I need these things. And if I don't get them, then guess what? I'm not going to be there. Sorry. Sorry, not Sorry. So I have high hopes for the rest of the week, though. I don't have plans this week. I have no appointments. I had two, a couple appointments last week. I have appointments next week getting ready for our trip, but I have nothing this week besides our tattoos at the weekend. I'm hoping mine's going to get finished. And then um, I'm really sad because I'm pretty sure Brett and I are not going to be able to make it to the state fair this year. I had high hopes that that was going to happen, but it's just not. There's just no way. And that makes me really sad because after, what, two years of not going, I'm not going to be able to go again. Ugh. The state fair is my favorite thing in life, although... 
I do not. It is. There has been some. I don't like the fighting and stuff. Like, I feel like the last time we went, we went on opening night and I was so pumped. And then it got ruined by like people fighting. And it got really scary out in front of the fair. Like this old man got pushed down. I don't like that. I don't like that aspect of the fair. But I also don't like going during the daytime because it's too goddamn hot. Anyways. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to go pick us up some dinner and finish making the bed. Brett's can't say that I don't do anything because I've done it all this weekend. <laughs> I've made sure everything, all the treat bowl, everything. Everything's ready for the week. Like I call me Susie Homemaker. If there was a hot ma- meal that was going to be on the table when he got home, that would really just be all encompassing of everything he hopes and dreams I would be. But I'm not. But there's not going to be a hot meal. At least not one that I cooked. Monday. Last night, I forgot that there was something that I wanted to record. And I was like, remember it. I didn't write it down. Then all day I was trying to remember what it was. And I finally just remembered. Yesterday when I was walking Benny, he got to meet his girlfriend in the flesh. She was out. When we happen to walk by their house, I've been dying to know who lives there. It's like an old guy. He did not seem to want to talk to me at all. I was like, oh, Benny loves my dog, loves your dog. He's like, yeah, a bunch of people stop by to see her. And he, I was like, what's her name? She, he ignored me. But then I heard him call her Rachel. So I'm pretty sure her name's Rachel. And that's adorable. And they got to sniff each other in the flesh, like not behind a fence. It was so cute. And that's really all I have for you today. Amanda's going to come back this weekend. (laughs) Surprise. I'm going to go to dinner with my dad on Friday. I was like, I want to see you before like we go on vacation, but I wish there were more days in the week. So we still haven't gone for my birthday dinner. So we're going to do that on Friday. I think we're going to go to Paragary's. And then um, Saturday, I'm going to lay by the pool because it's my last opportunity to get tan before I get a tattoo and before we go. And Saturday night, I have my tattoo appointment. And then Amanda's legit just coming so that we can get like a manicure, pedicure together on Sunday. (laughs) Go get a nice bagel, a little iced coffee, get a little mani-pedi, get some quality time in so that we can say goodbye and cry all over again. Yeah, sounds like torture, but whatever. It's fine. And that's all really all I have for you today. I have nothing else. Brett it was texting me today, like midday. was like, what are we having for dinner? I'm like, I have no clue. If I have to see another chicken breast, I'm going to fucking die. All we do is eat chicken breast. And he's like, what do you want? Or he didn't say, what do you want? He said, what do you fancy? And I said, I actually don't. I'm not craving anything. Like literally nothing. Nothing sounds good to me. I wish I didn't have to eat to survive because I don't want to eat anything. So he's going to make his scrambled eggs on toast. And that's what we're having for dinner. I need to go to bed early because I have hot Pilates. I didn't do a Peloton this morning, but I did wake up early and take Benny for a walk. So Brett had to be at work. So he was like, can you walk Benny? I was like, yep. And so Benny and I took a little walk, did my shit, worked. I feel like this dra- this week is going to drag because I have senioritis. Um, there's this place, Nail Tell, that a bunch of people were recommending to me um, over there by where, where Roxy was. And so when I said to Amanda, I was like, oh, I'll book us this play- at this place that I've been seeing. I sent her the website and then I started looking at it myself. I should have known from the website alone. It looks super fancy. For manicures, you can get a $50 gel manicure or a $65 gel manicure. One's called a resort. One's called a boutique. The resort says mineral, rich island source soak, regular polish only, cuticle care, nail buffing, nail shaping, exfoliating scrub, extended massage, polish application featuring Oshana essential soak scrub and massage oil made in Maui. $65 for that. So I was like, never mind. We're just going to go to Tiffany's Nails, call to schedule an appointment. Whoever answered was definitely at home, like spanking their child. It was like slap, slap, slap and a baby crying in the background. And I was like, is Tina working on Sunday? Because I only want to go to Tina. She was like, yeah, Tina works every Sunday. And I said, yeah, but she said it was her last time I saw her. She said it was her daughter's birthday and she might be going out of town. No, she's working on Sunday. Are you sure? Don't do me wrong right before I'm about to go on vacation. So I booked and for me. And then I said, my friend can go to whoever. I want Tina. She said, does your friend want manicure too? I said, no, just pedicure. Are you sure? 
Yes, I'm sure. Just book it. Tuesday. I want a new podcast setup. It is not working for me. I was just like thinking today. I, I, uh, I feel like sometimes when I record, I have like a little bit of brain fog. And I think the reason behind that is that I take notes, but I can't see those notes because I'm kind of pushed into a corner in my office and I'm staring at the wall. So whenever you hear my voice get like this, it's because I'm turning around to t- take a look at my notes and then that like distracts me and I feel like I get off topic or I can't complete a thought. Like you guys, I am a very clear minded individual. If like I'm it's so weird how I've like evolved. I used to be like, I'm so fucking witty and I just am so clued into what's happening at all times. Obviously, I've been taking down a few notches over the years. I just feel like sometimes I don't articulate myself the best and I feel like I could do so much better if I was relaxed, if I wasn't leaned forward in my chair, if I could sit back on a couch with like a stand in front of me with my notes so I'm not having to look over my shoulder and like I, I, I it's just OK. So another thing. I did find out that that ice cream truck does belong to an engineer that I used to work at. The people that said that it, the the vehicle got sold in auction, they were talking about the Hummer. So it is confirmed that an engineer that I used to work with lives like right around the corner from me. I'm friends with him on Facebook and stuff, but I haven't talked to him in years. I hella want to hit him up and be like, hey, we're neighbors. I saw the ice cream truck in your yard. Do you think that I could pay you maybe to like come over And you could like see the setup that I have and like make recommendations and like set me up for success, like set my mics or run my cords to my mic so that I can do it from like the couch that's in the back of the room. I don't know. I need something else here. Actually, that couch isn't even comfortable. I would like be backed up to the windowsill. I want to get like, okay, if I had it my way, I want it that way. I'm pretty sure Brett's on a work call, so I need to keep it the fuck down. If I had it my way, I would get rid of the couch that's in here because it is nice and it does serve a purpose to take up space. I'm looking at it right now. That's why you guys keep you keep hearing me from a side. But Chuck has scratched it. He's peed on it a few times. I do sit on it in my breaks, but it's like not comfortable because there's no back to it. So it just backs up to the wall and the windowsill. If I had it my way, I would have like two very comfortable like plush chairs, a rug, a very nice like taller glass table with all my podcast stuff with enough room so I could set up a stand for my notes, my computer and everything. And I would have my podcast set up on or a completely different desk than what I'm using for work. If I actually had it my way, my friend Katie gave me this desk and I was like so appreciative of it when she gave it to me. I still am. I mean, I don't know what we would have done. I needed it quickly. She gave it to me for free. But it's a fucking monster. I literally think back to how Brett and I got it up here and I have no clue how we made it happen. Like no clue whatsoever. So I also don't know how we would ever get rid of it if we needed to get rid of it. Like I don't know what we would do with it's massive. I have no clue. So if I had it my way, I would get a sit stand desk for work. Eliminate all this space that this workspace is taking up. I feel like it's just not an efficient way to have this office set up. And I would have my podcast on a completely different area. There are times where it's convenient where I'm at work and like I haven't finished something like for the radio station and I can just spin around and do it really quickly. But for the most part, I need it out of my fucking way. And if anything, I could just bring my laptop over here if I needed it. But I just really need to separate my worlds. And I'm just, I I just, I want, 
I don't know. I want everything to get better and to like be better. I want to strive to improve this podcast. And I feel like um, for a while I wrote ideas down on a whiteboard, but then I didn't hang the whiteboard. So it was just it was I just need everything to be more convenient and laid out nicely. Um, Maybe next year for my birthday, I'll ask Brett to get to let me remodel this office space. And like get chairs and get a new desk and get everything set up here so that I can comfortably do my shit. I just feel very like hunkered down in this corner and I hate it. So um, because it's fresh in my mind, I'm talking to my friend LV that I used to work with at 102. We're talking hella shit about Nate and Michelle. Um, Nate, who won Michelle's season, they broke up. It's did rumored that he's now dating Deandra. I'm pretty sure that's her name. And that's why Michelle, I can't, she was like a nobody on someone's season. And yeah, she's beautiful. I think she's on Bachelor in Paradise. But anyways, she's been spotted wearing some of his jewelry. Michelle had to get off Instagram. And we know this because she, um, or no, she unfollowed some of the Bachelor Nation Instagram accounts because she didn't want to see the rumor mill spinning about who Nate's dating. And so we were kind of talking about that because LV and I just had a conversation about how Nate, she thought Nate was trash. I was giving him the benefit of the doubt. And I was like, you were right all along. Fuckboy energy for sure. I just looked past it because I would fall for that based off his looks alone. You know what I mean? Like I'd be like, what? Yeah, I trust you with all my life. And then we start talking about Noi and Steve. And it's just like Steve is out here still defending Noi saying like, don't come for her in the comments. Like, please don't like make her life any harder. And I'm like, she is terrible to you. And we she LV pointed out a few things. But there's also something that I would like to point out when it comes to Steve and Noi from Married at First Sight. Noi is out here saying that he made put no zero income down on his tax documents or whatever. It's very possible that he didn't make any income. And that's why he put down nothing because, oh, I guess someone pointed out that he would have made something from being on the Lifetime show maths. But also, did we ever once hear Noi complain about Steve not pulling his weight during the show? Steve made a comment at one point saying that he paid 75% of the rent and bills. What's where's the problem, Noi? What's what's the fucking deal? And now she's over here gloating. Divorce is wonderful wonderful or divorce divorce feels nice she's out here outing him in his tax tax documents stating what i truly believe are lies and steve is being a stand-up citizen not doing anything to trash her at all seems to be really going through it and like trying to address his emotions while also protecting himself and defending her in the same breath i just don't get it make it make sense she keeps saying that she doesn't want to end up like her parents isn't she doesn't she have a college degree like no i'm pretty sure you're not going to end up working on a chicken farm like your first generation immigrant parents it's just not the same she has an unrealistic expectation for life marriage a family saying that she has to have three kids and there's no negotiations on that. She just has a very skewed vision. Like, I get it. You grew up. You struggled. You don't want to go through the same. You don't want to live the same life that your parents led. You're not going to. Obviously, it's going to. It's totally different. First of all, now you're on a reality TV show. So like it's really you're really far removed from that being your reality. Steve pulled his weight more than pulled his weight. I just don't. Uh, it, the whole thing is wild to me. And I love that Han on her divorce feels nice post. She didn't get that many likes, like t- under 2000. And she has like 30 something thousand followers on Instagram and all her other posts got like 6000 likes. I'm like, yeah, no one thinks that's cute. Who are you doing that for? Because no one thinks it's cute. Legit. No one. 
Um, so remember when I told you that we were playing music videos when Amanda was here? We were just out in the backyard just jamming to music. Did I tell you that my sister told us about this artist that popped up on her like country like Pandora or something like that anyways we watched the music videos and he's so good and so I've been like obsessed today I did a Peloton and I played two of his songs that are just like so good so I'm going to tell you who who it is his name is let me find it Shabuzi yep you need to download the songs Tallboy and Gas trust me on this okay also, did I tell you about the song Dick Down in Dallas? She's getting dick down in Dallas. That's a real song by Trey Lewis and some Rashad R-V-S-H-V-D, however you say that. What's with all these artists having like random ass letters in their names and then we're just supposed to decipher what your name actually is? Like you're not no vowels. That's not cool anymore. I hate it. Chino today uh, messaged me and was like, because every Tuesday I have to record a new music liner. So like I have to never listen to a radio station and. There's like a voice guy or a girl saying like, um, Drake, Drake, Fe- I can't, I'm like pretending to do a voice. So I would say, let me just pull up the one that he sent today. He was like, you're going to hate me because half of the names were so fucking weird. And there was a Bad Bunny song in there. I was like, I literally refuse to say that. I'm not saying that. Like, it's a hard no for me, bro. And so he had to walk me through it. He like said it to me in syllables. All the new music things already gone. But anyways, I'd be I'd say like Drake featurings. I'm still doing it like a weird elevator voice. Drake featuring future. Wait for you. And so I say it in like all different inflections, right? Maroon 5 Sunday morning. I don't know why I had to pick up new songs. Billie Eilish. I can't think of a Billy. I can't think of anything right now. Calvin Harris potion. Like I just it's different inflections, right? He was like, you're literally going to hate me. Half of the artists were like, how do you say that name? And half of them came from TikTok. So there's no interviews. Typically, you can be like, oh, interview with this fucking artist. And then you can watch it and they typically say their name. Well, a lot of these newer people aren't doing interviews or haven't been for the past couple of years. So it's hard to find videos with their names. So anyways, that's my rec. I should make a playlist. It's been a while, right? Since I've made you guys a, pl- guys a playlist for the podcast. Um, I'm definitely going to make you guys one because there's a lot of new music that I'm into right now. Maybe not even new music, but just like music that gets me pumped. So there's a song um, called Say Something. I'm sure I probably heard it first, like watching Love Island. If you want to say something, say it now. It's like a very English fucking song because they I, I don't know I can't explain it this music I'll play a part of the song this is like totally people that live in England this is like what they dance to and it's not a bad thing I fucking love this song but just the vibe of this is so fucking English let me get to the I can't explain it if you know you fucking know. Like, just imagine them with their sunglasses on indoors, like fucking fist bumping to that. Because it's like, that's the vibe, right? Um, God knows how I even found that that song. Um, Anyways, I was listening to it today while I was doing the Peloton. And it got me fucking pumped because I love it. I'm obsessed with it. Every time there's like a song that plays on Love Island UK, I'm like, yes, what is this? It's a vibe. I'm not hating on it. It's just like a certain type of like dance music that's popular there that maybe is popular here. And I just don't. That's not what's on the radio here. So I just don't know about it. But um, 
it, it, I thought of a really good idea because I was like, when I listened to that song earlier, I was like, I'm in the mood to go to Vegas. Oh, shock, right? Shock. Ah, oh. I just generally am not really excited about that trip. I mean, I am, but I'm not. You know me. So it got me in the mood and I was just like, you know what? Every time we go to Vegas, Brett and I, Brett brings a speaker and he plays his trash music, which makes me feel like I want to drown myself in the bathtub. Honestly, like just not holding back here. Right. All guns blazing. So I was like, what if I start creating a, pl- a playlist now for Vegas, for the room that is half Brett's music and half my music so that at least we get a little bit of a shuffle, a little bit of variety? Because last time we went to Vegas, Brett played the same song over and over again. If you guys listen to the podcast back then, it was like the song, what a waste though, what a fucking what? I, I'm pretty sure I put it on the playlist for Brett's playlist when I used to make playlists for this podcast. If you're new here, every episode I used to make a new playlist. I soon realized that my music Apple library was filling up really quickly and that was not realistic for an every week thing. I ran out of ideas for themes. One of the weeks, Brett curated a playlist. And when I tell you guys that he listens to that playlist all the time, I fucking have to listen to it day in and day out. Every time we're by the pool, it is inevitable that BB's playlist is going to be on there. You can find me on Apple Music, Megan Rage. Anyways, so I had this great idea that we could curate a playlist together for Vegas. And that'll be what we play in the room. That way, it's not a total buzzkill for me the entire time. Great idea, right? I'm going to pitch that idea to Brett tonight. So I'll let you know how it goes. And maybe that'll be the playlist that I put out. Um, from No, actually, no, I'm not going to not going to make you guys sit through half of Brett's music. I will curate a new playlist for this podcast. I'll work on doing that maybe over the weekend for next week's episode. Which, by the way, we got to start talking about that. So let me look at a calendar. Next week, there will definitely be an episode. But then the week after that, there won't be. (gasps) And the week after that, it might be late. So the week of the 25th through the 30th, there will not be an episode. Sorry, guys. But the week after that, just like I did last time, I got home on a Tuesday, which we're getting home on a Tuesday again, and I will record something for you. It might be short, but I will record something. Um, Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, on to the next. Nordstrom knows what the fuck they're doing. I've never participated in the Nordstrom sale, right? I already told you guys they like upped my credit limit right before. And over the weekend, I ordered, I made an order, right? And then right after that, I got an email that they gave me a $10 Nordstrom note. So what did I do? I ordered some more stuff. Today, I log on to my email. They gave me another fucking Nordstrom note. I'm like, no, I can't do it. I'm gonna let Brett look through the Nordstrom Rack app because he does need another pair of shoes. So I'm gonna let him order because, and then hopefully they don't send me another one. I'm like, you guys are fucking, smart. I did buy liquid blush. I've been dying to try this. The NARS or Mar, Nar, the NARS stuff. It's on TikTok. It's like a little droppy drop. I'm a blush girl. I like a bronzer. I like a brush. I like a highlight. So I'm excited to try this. I'll probably try it on Friday night when I go to dinner with my parents. So I'll keep you posted on how that goes. This morning, woke up, went to Pilates. It was actually a really good class and I felt really good afterwards and I burned more calories than I normally do. I realized that not to hate on this girl, I realized that all the other classes that I've gone to besides one, Chelsea, who I burned way more calories there, but I love Chelsea. Her classes always fucking kill. But aside from that, I've only been to this one girl's classes and it's I she wasn't there back in the day when I used to go. 
Um, and it's not that I don't enjoy your classes. I do. I just feel like they don't push me. Today's class fucking push me. When Chelsea's there, she fucking pushes me. When Lindy's there, she pushes me. So I think I'm just maybe going to the wrong classes, but that also is dependent on what time I have to work. I did get a text today, though, from the Pilates studio, and I thought it was automated, but I was actually talking to a real person that basically said, if I go to two more classes, I can unlock a 50% off for my first month of a membership. So I can get eight classes per month for $112 per month. And so if I if I sign up for the 50% off or whatever, I can get the first month half off, which I definitely think I'm going to do because eight classes per month, that's like perfect for me. And the ones you don't use, they roll over. So hello, it's like a no brainer. I've just been at first I was like, no, I'm not going to continue to do it. But I've actually really been enjoying it. And I never regret it afterwards. Right. They always say you never regret a workout. Well, some you, you do. But this one, I definitely don't. And I think that I sometimes I actually do like the 6 a.m. Like it's kind of nice just to get shit done in the morning and to not have the option to snooze my alarm and just be a lazy piece of shit. And I almost always do a Peloton afterwards, sometimes 15 minutes, sometimes 20. But yeah. I really just feel like I'm getting sucked right back into the P2O culture, which I knew was going to happen because it's just such a great environment there. Everyone there is so nice. The studio is so clean. The classes are great. There's so many options. And I feel like my schedule has been really busy lately. So once things start to loosen up after the summer's over, or just after our plans are done, I feel like I'm going to be able to go to more classes that are available than the ones that I can really go to now. Um, Eric Decker last night I saw that he posted like an apology saying that like he had to change the passcode on his phone I figured maybe one of his kids got his phone and posted something that they weren't supposed to well I saw today what it was he one of his kids took a selfie and he's in the background showering now you can really only see the silhouette of his body when I read that there was a naked picture of Eric Decker on the on the internet I ran to Twitter so fucking fast my hands almost fell off but it wasn't it was just like him in the shower you could barely see anything wah wah I'll post the picture of what the Chuck podcast so that you can see um, it's Amazon Prime Day today and everyone's talking about it. I legit scrolled on Amazon Prime or a on the Amazon app for maybe an hour. I was going to buy a new snuggle puppy because we do need a new one for the puppy because it's like $15 off. But I'm like, man, I'm not going to buy that right now. There was nothing on there that was intriguing that I wanted. I feel like you really have to think about this all year round and like save up. Like don't buy that new TV you were thinking about getting or those like electronics because that's really what it's good for. There was just like nothing. And I feel like it's hard to navigate. I feel like that app, the Nordstrom app, have gotten progressively harder to navigate. The Nordstrom app does look cleaner, but it's like, hi, it takes me like five different clicks to get to the categories. And for Amazon, it's just really chaotic. I don't know. Does anyone else feel that way or is it just me? OK, um, another thing. I <laughs> I found this restaurant that like serves really good craft cocktails in Chicago. We're going to be going to Chicago before we go to England. Um, and I posted about it and someone that lives in Chicago hit me up and they were like, um, said something. And I was like, oh, I definitely hope that's close to my hotel. And she asked what hotel we were staying at. So I went to go look it up again because I remember Brett sending it to me a long time ago and thinking that it looked great. So I sent the location to her and then she didn't respond. So I was like, that's weird. So I went to Yelp. You guys, the Yelp reviews are so bad about this hotel they're basically saying like yeah it's in a good location but it's disgusting inside it's known for like being old and historic but nothing on the inside is updated the service is terrible the rooms are fucking disgusting so now I'm like what the fuck I was all excited about this hotel and now I'm not at all obviously the pictures on the website and on like the booking websites make it look super nice but the pictures people were posting on Yelp were literally about to be in a time warp back to the 19 or back, the ni like 1905 is what it looks like from the inside so I'm just 
just like I know I was complaining about paying for the Cosmo because it was my money but I'm just like I just want to stay in a nice hotel is that too much to fucking ask I just want to sleep on a nice hotel in a nice hotel room that doesn't have bed bugs that has nice room service I'm just I, that I'm to feel like I don't have to wear shower shoes in the shower and let me tell you this ain't it everyone was saying how great the location was but the first like the first sentence of everyone's Yelp review was let me just give you a piece of advice don't stay here I'm like oh perfect I haven't even talked to Brett about that yet Emmy nominations came out today This Is Us was snubbed they did not get any meanwhile Moon Knight got eight make it make sense I do not understand Mandy Moore and the writer of This Is Us were saying like obviously they're super disappointed but I mean the proof is in the pudding people love that show everyone was shitting on Moon Knight the Emmys has their head up their ass obviously the only thing that I'm happy about is that um dance from Danny Danielle and Iman the god that fucking to I got five on it that was nominated for an Emmy and I'm like yes obviously there were some other good shows that were nominated but this is us none I I just literally do not understand make it make the fuck sense so let's talk about the bachelorette from last night um off the bat Rachel I don't want to hate her I don't hate her but she just bugs her eyebrows are so far apart I just can't explain it. If Gabby wasn't there, I'd be severely underwhelmed already. I feel like Gabby carries the season 100% completely. She's so funny. She brings the energy. And and Rachel feeds off of that. So like Rachel is more interesting when Gabby's around. Um, Gabby is just has so much personality. I will say that she did not look great for the limo night. Like I didn't like her hair like that. I don't like it too flat on the front of her face. And also I wasn't feeling like the brown lipstick gloss she was wearing. You know, that lip smackers like to be stuff that you used to wear when you were in middle school. It felt like that's what she was wearing, like the stuff that tasted and looked like cappuccino. I just wasn't feeling her face. Her dress was gorgeous, but also like she was shivering and it was super distracting and she already like nods her head a lot, but she was doing it even more because she was freezing cold. Um, I wasn't impressed by a single guy that got out of the limo. None of them were attractive to me, like not one. Normally I'm like, there's one that's hella fine. There is not one single guy that got out of the limo that is sticking out to me. Not at all. Um, I didn't think there was one that was especially charming. None of it. The Clayton stuff, too, was like alarming. A lot of people were tweeting about it, especially in Bachelor Nation, saying like, you know, for a show that really is trying to protect the lead's mental health or at least claiming to, they're really doing a bad a bad job. And Clayton was really upfront about his mental health after his season and how like people got his phone number and his email address. And it was just really hard for him. And then for ABC just to like blatantly shit on him, because, you know, half of that stuff came from them. Like, yeah, the guy said it, but it was fed to them by producers. So a lot of people in Bachelor Nation had stuff to say about that Clayton understood that it was business and not personal and he also like kind of was self-deprecating made a couple videos with Susie but a lot of people weren't having it to be honest what Gabby and Rachel said is pretty spot on like they just want to move past it they don't want their season to be clouded by what happened during that season so let's just move the fuck on you know I totally agree um I was weirded out at first when the girls got inside and then they were talking to guys together. I'm so glad that eventually they ended up splitting up. Um, Gabby ended up having the first kiss with someone. I feel like his name was Mario. And the kiss was so 
awkward. They were sitting so far apart and she was leaning in and he kept like thinking the kiss was over and then would back up and see that her eyes were still closed and her face was still forward. So he would go back in. It just looked I don't know. It looked super uncomfortable. And Rachel um, had her first kiss with a guy on a staircase. I forget his name. Tony, maybe. No, that's her dad's name. Cyprian. It was fucking something weird. It was like. No, it wasn't even something weird. It was just something super Italian, maybe. I don't know. What was his name? Anyways, I could go through all my pictures on my Instagram, but I'm not gonna. I feel like I deleted all the screenshots anyways because there were so many. So she had a kiss with him. I mean, I don't think he's cute at all. And then Gabby had a kiss with a guy that I was really feeling. And I thought that he was super genuine. And then he sat down with Rachel and was trying to like give her a vibe too. And I understand that you have to figure out who you like. But they kept getting camera time with him. And he was talking about how he really just wanted a first impression rose. So my spidey senses are telling me that that guy is not here for the right reasons. They ended up doing a rose ceremony or we thought they were going to. But they ended up just pulling three guys aside and sending them home the twins which was shocking and then the magician guy which was not shocking I mean I guess the twins was only shocking because I thought they would keep them around just for I mean like it's the the appeal of it all but you could tell neither of them were vibing with them and then they decided to keep everyone else the reasoning was there was more guys than ever and they just felt like there wasn't enough time to talk to everyone so they didn't feel like they could send someone home without talking to them so I wonder how the next couple weeks are going to go I feel like it's going to be chaotic with that many guys but it also seems like there's no rules for this season like they didn't have to do a rose ceremony Um, from the previews it kind of looks like in the upcoming rose ceremonies one of them will offer a rose and the guy can decline because they want to be with the other person but that's obviously taking a risk because if the other person doesn't want them and offer them a rose they could be going home it kind of feels like jesse's like well we're just gonna have to play it by ear and kind of see how it goes and from the previews it doesn't look like there's too much cross-contamination with guys but it does look like some of these guys are skeezy which i just like i don't know i kind of go into it now thinking like well there's no way that they're going to end up with the person that they end up with at the end of the show because the rate the success rate isn't great at this point the last like handful of people have broken up and I just feel like the show is too focused or um the people that go on it are like uh, too reliant on getting famous after it's over I guess they just assume that their life's going to be totally different which is a topic that's kind of happening right now in Love Island UK as well this guy came in that's already been on a season and he basically said like all these guys once they get out they're going to have this new fame and they're just going to want to run wild with it he's like I've been there done that um, and I kind of feel like the same thing with The Bachelor. They're going to get out of this. They're going to there's potential they could be on Paradise. They're going to have all these Instagram followers, people after them. It's like it just opens your life up to so many different things, which I feel like is part of the reason that it's not successful. I was listening to this podcast recently and they were saying that on these types of shows, it should be a clause that they have to like stay off social media for a year or something to actually give the relationships a shot. But then you're just prolonging the inevitable. You know what I mean? Um, I... I'm excited to see what's to come. Put it that way. I feel like the season's going to be really good. I like so much crying already from Rachel and from Gabby. But at least with Gabby, you know that there's lots of humor mixed in there. I feel like Rachel is just like a buzzkill. I don't know what it is about her and why I don't like her. But um, I wasn't able to like really look at the tweets last night because I had to go to bed. 
my DVR paused or like froze and I wasn't I thought I was going to lose the entire episode and I was going to have to wait till today to watch it which means I would have had to record super late anyways um so I didn't go to bed till later than I was anticipating so I didn't really get to look at Twitter I did look at a couple things though and I feel like people are hating on Gabby which I do not like like yeah I talked a little bit of shit today but that's because you got to roast him evenly I still stand Gabby she is my favorite bachelorette in a very long time I just feel like so much is going to come for her after this as well like maybe hosting and just like other opportunities because she has so much personality like so much personality and I'm excited to see how she interacts with some of the guys going forward and I'm just excited for all her little one-liners this entire season okay I have actual other stuff to do I feel like I had more stuff to talk about new music Nordstrom note playlist blush bachelorette Pilates Eric Decker prime day Clayton Gabby's hair cappuccino lip gloss random IG random question id ig no clue um no clue at all hey if you guys want to go see john party enter the contest on the real country instagram page real country 103.5 make sure you're oh also we're going to be giving away state fair tickets so go comment on that post as well please for the love of fucking god go comment on all this stuff tag your friends to get my engagement up thank you very much also follow me on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast. And uh, yeah, talk to you guys next week. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.